You are listening to the episode 28 of the Keto Island Boys podcast. Today we are interviewing Tala Ishalimar Talimalo, who has been on the ketogenic diet since October 22nd, 2018. It has always been hard for her to maintain a healthy lifestyle, but feels like this is something that is very sustainable. Find out about how she heard about the ketogenic diet as she has lost 45 pounds to date and no longer suffers from insomnia. She also happens to be my first cousin. Uh, my first cousin. Uh, listen in to my trip to New Zealand and the keto cafe that we visited while here in Aotearoa. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Jeff and I've been doing the ketogenic diet since September of 2017. And this is Heinz and I've been doing the ketogenic diet since March of 2018. And Keto Island Boys. Yes, we are on episode 28. And who do we have in store for episode 28 today, Heinz? Oh man, we got my cousin uh, Tala Italmalo. And uh, yeah, she was, you know, I found out that she was doing keto. Uh, you know, it, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, we, we're so immersed in our keto-ness and our keto journeys. Sometimes you feel like, oh, yeah, so you, you listen to the podcast and you that's how you started. But no, that wasn't the case. She just happened <laughs> to find it on her own. And then um, actually later on, she was doing like, uh, she was like, I think she was doing like maybe a keto search and saw that mm -hmm. I had posted uh about keto in one of my facebook posts and then that's kind of how we kind of found out that she was doing keto but you know with like a lot of people sometimes you find out somebody's doing keto and you don't know if they're still doing it you know a month later weeks later or whatever and so right then i was just hyped up to find out that she was still doing it when i got here and so i was like oh nice. man, that's dope that's good because so yeah she's uh it's gonna be a good interview she's been doing keto since october of this yep. year exactly yep and, and uh She's killing it. Yeah, no, it's good. It was really good. So, but you, so you, so you flew all the way to New Zealand to to, <laughs> to, to see her. Yeah, no, for sure. Hey, this is our first international podcast. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I was telling her. I was like, man, we've had people from other countries, but man, not overseas like this. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to branch out, you know, try to get the word yeah, out. Yeah. So. So, oh, yeah. okay, so so right now it's, uh, for me, it's Thursday, January 10th, and it's like 12.30 p.m. What is it for you? Yeah, man, it's Friday morning here, 9.30 p.m., or 9.30 a.m., sorry, Friday morning. So it's already Friday here. Um, man, I'm about to go see, do Jay Boogs in town tonight? Yeah. I'm about to go see Jay Boogs, so I'm yeah. about that. So going, uh, so... <clears throat> Go ahead. So she's uh, so uh, the interview you're about to listen to, Lai. She's uh, she's my first cousin on my dad's side, my dad's brother's mm -hmm. daughter. And then uh, I'm going uh, to the concert with two of my first cousins on my mom's side. So my mom's um, my mom's brother, one of my mom's brothers, and one of my mom's sisters and their sons. And so uh, so yeah, we're going out to uh, which is 
all and all of this is in South Auckland is where he'll be performing. And so, yeah, so it should be fun. Just kind of, like I said, spending time with family, hanging out, hanging out with the first cousins and yeah, yeah man, doing lots of eating and man, catching up and it's been good, man. And, um, I got to bring you out here, bro. You got to come out to New Zealand. Like, uh, it's so this time of year too. So you got to come in like January cause it's their summer. It's like, it's like, imagine being in Seattle in July. It's, mm-hmm. it's just fun, man. It's just hot outside every day and just, you know, we're having barbecues and yeah, man, it's just, it just, it reminds me so much of Seattle and Seattle summers. It's like one of my favorite places to be. And it's just also helps that I have family all over the place, but uh, it's definitely one of those things, man. Like if you come here, don't come in July. Cause then it's like <laughs> being in Seattle in January. So rainy, cold, you have to, you know, it's just, it's not fun. It's not it's last not week. Yeah. Last week you said you were just going to leave to go to New Zealand and you were going to go on your flight. It's going to be like a 12 hour flight. How was the flight? And I heard you got business class. And how was that? It was sick. It was super sick. So uh, I get to the airport and I was checking in and then like, I was asking the lady, cause, you know, I, was, I had a standby ticket because my cousin works for Air New Zealand. I had a standby ticket and um, um, but I paid to have the business uh, class option if it was available and when I when it first got booked my cousin was like oh it looks like it's full so you probably won't get it I get to the airport and I asked the lady when I'm checking in I was like um did, did I get business class and she was like no it looks like it's full but you have to come back like you I came too early so the flight was leaving like around 10 o'clock and I was there at like six so they were like you got to come back at like 7 30 and then um so I came back at 7 30 and I was like, is it full? And they were like, uh, they were like, um, they're still like, uh, they wouldn't give me a seat yet. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't know what was going on. My cousin then calls me from New Zealand on, you know, over Facebook messenger. And then she's like, um, how come they haven't given you a seat? And then she's like talking about how like they should have given me a seat already and that, uh, I should just go to the gate and whatever. And so, and then when I got to the gate is when um, she she calls me back right before I get to the gate. It was like, hey, looks like you got your business class. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. She's like, well, the other people that were also on standby, I don't think they had checked in yet or something like something happened where I basically got it. So and it was the dopest flight I've ever been on. Um, just the, the one solid thing about flying business is the fact that I was able to lay down. And so, nice. uh, yeah, the, the, but what the funny thing is in business, right, the plane that we had out of all the seats in business class, mine was the only seat that the electrical seat didn't work. So literally somebody it's like <laughs> the, the steward, like I was like, man, that would be my luck that I would get the one bef- broken seat. So they had to like literally like manually like put the seat together and so that it could lay down flat. And then I was able to like lay down. But but no, it was bomb, man. The food was bomb. Like right when you get on, they offered me some champagne and I was like, yep, I'll take that. Had two champagnes, two red wines, a whiskey and diet. And uh, so, yeah, because I was in business, I was definitely not fasting. I kind of ate everything that they were offering. Um, I did not eat keto. I was just like, you know, I tried like off out of the men- options that they had, menu options that they had. Um, I, I try to eat as keto as possible, but not really, I didn't really eat any of the, they, they offered snacks like cookies and stuff. Like I didn't really get any of that, but 
Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was solid. It was just, it and, was, the, it was and the food was, the food is all you can eat. Uh, kinda. I mean, um, they, it, it, it wasn't like full on all you could eat. Like as far as like, I could have kept ordering stuff, but there was snacks available that I kept on, that I could have had, but the, um, outside, cause they had a dinner already set up aside and then they already had, and I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't as. I don't know. I should have maybe tried to order more food and see if what would happen, but because because uh, you're right, those portions were still small, you know. So, right. but um, but I think that night I was more worried about just being able to fall asleep, and so so yeah. But um, I was the last one to go to sleep because they, you know, I was kind of like up watching some stuff and listening to some other podcasts, and then when I got when I got to sleep, everybody was sleeping in business already. And then when I woke up, everybody was still sleeping. But when I woke up, there was only like four hours left on the flight, which was like, mm. and this is a 12 hour flight. So I was like, damn, that's so tight. Like, it felt like no time had passed. And yeah. that, so I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. There's four hours left. And just being able to stretch your legs out and lay down, that was like a benefit. But when I got up, I noticed that there was nobody else like up yet and then that's when i was like okay i'm hungry now i really want to eat something so then i asked them and they that's when they offered like all the crackers and chips and cookies and stuff like that and i was like no i was like do you have any like warm food and they were like oh we can make this uh bacon uh this bacon bagel and i was like with like it had cheese and bacon i was like yes bring that out so that was she was like it's gonna take 20 minutes and i was like uh yeah okay i'll wait <laughs> i was like that's fine so <laughs> no nah, but it was dope and so yeah i had that so like i was eating while everybody else, i'm looking around and everybody else is still sleeping in their little pods and yeah i was just kind of grubbing away and then right when i got done with that uh, i don't know maybe an hour or so later they everybody was starting to get up and then they turned the lights on because everybody they were starting to serve breakfast so so then i had breakfast again right after that so kind of i kind of had all you can eat almost to a certain extent but um yeah it was uh, it was it was it was still a bomb <laughs> you know so how's the how's the uh, weather there and uh, what what's what do people expect when they land in New Zealand Oh man so like you know when you land in New Zealand there you know you got to get all your luggage and then they're they're very they're kind of strict about like what you can kind of bring into the country as far as like meats vegetables mm. uh stuff like that so kind of going through that is a little it's kind of long that process it's like kind of waiting to you know, get all your stuff checked, and then, and then, um, and then, but when you finally come through at this, it, I, I arrived Sunday morning, so my flight left Friday night, uh, like 10, 10 p.m., and then basically missed out on a Saturday, like, or you, I could have, you could basically say my Saturday was spent on the plane, got to New Zealand, and it was Sunday morning already, so it's like, man, like, totally missed out on a Saturday, <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah got arrived sunday morning 7 30 and then like the first thing i noticed was like man it's like like the one thing that's different about auckland is to seattle it's very similar weather wise but it's just like a tad bit more humid but just slightly because uh, at night it gets just at night it's nice and cool like seattle summer nights you know where it's nice and cool outside but it's just a little you just a little bit of humidity that 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 they get a little bit more here and it was sunny and so you know, I was coming from, you know, winter, you know, in the States. And so it was like, you know, I had sweats on and I just felt hella hot where, uh, right when I arrived. So, but, um, but because I got to sleep on the flight, I didn't feel, um, 
I didn't feel jet lagged at all, to be honest. Like it felt like, mm-hmm. you know, Sunday, usually like if you come arrive early Sunday morning, you feel really tired. Um, but I was, no, I felt good. I felt like, you know, I felt ready to kind of start the day. So, so yeah, arrived that day and then kind of, you know, met up with family and then, um, tried to stay eating keto that day, but, uh, no, it didn't really work out. Kind of had a, we had like a little mini barbecue and I ended up getting pretty drunk that first day, which was <laughs> like, you know, it was just like my cousins were drinking and well, I was kind of drinking. And then next thing you know, like my cousins were drinking too. And then, yeah, we just went hard out. So, and then nice. I was like, man, that first day was long because got in at seven and man, didn't go to sleep till like two or 3 a.m. Now, for when you go on vacations, how is your how is your keto like when you go on vacation? Like for this past week, do you tend to just you know eat whatever and not even worry about it, or do you try to keep a strict uh, keto routine? Um, well, because people kind of know that I'm doing it, it's like uh-huh. yeah. So like you know, there you know my family and you know in, uh, like has been really you know pretty much supportive. So. Um, uh, except for that first day, you know, where it was kind of like, you know, they're making all these dips and like bringing out chips and crackers and, you know, just random cookies and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's been okay. And then the, and then the first day when I met, met up with, uh, my first cousins on my dad's side, you know, had the ice cream and then actually had ice cream later that night because mm-hmm. my nephews, <laughs> uh, they work at like an ice cream place. So they get all this free ice cream, but Oh man! Outside of those two days, pretty much every other day, I've been able to eat uh, pretty good. Um, good. But I'm trying to figure out a game plan, which is good because I'm like, man, should I just fast all day and then kind of eat whatever? Because I was thinking Mm -hmm. I might do that. Or I could just try to, you know, just stay keto and just only cheat on the weekends because, you know, so then um, so that, that just trying to like go in between those. Um, because also on my arrival, I forgot to mention my favorite thing to eat while I'm in New Zealand is actually a cheat item and it's mincing, it's like mincing cheese pies or basically, oh, yeah. you, talk, you talked like, about that last week. Yeah. What is it? What's yeah. the buying? So I had three and a half mincing cheese pies on Sunday too, on top of like everything that I had. So, and they were hella bomb. So, but wait, what was that question again? No, no, I was, no, that was, that was my question. It's like, yeah, what, what have you? Yeah, eaten. And I, oh, I noticed hey, you posted on Instagram that you just went, they had a keto cafe. Talk about that. What, what, what was oh, that? Yeah, man. So, yeah. So, um, my cousins live out south and this keto cafe is up north. So, we, it was kind of like a 40 minute drive out to just to go to this cafe. And even Tala is like, can you believe we're going all the way out here for this damn keto cafe? And I was like, hey, it's, if it's worth it, it's worth it, you know? So, but we, hey, we made the trek yesterday. So we went out there for lunch yesterday and then we get there and it, yeah, man, it was bomb. Um, they had, um, they had donuts. They had, um, like they have bread that is, is, apparently is keto. So they had like, keto biscuits uh um and then they had keto dishes too so they had and that's what i actually me and talati actually ordered the same thing it was the uh, butter chicken with the cauliflower rice so they had that and then they also have um then they had like keto breakfast which was like it was like a regular breakfast it was like basically bacon and eggs with spinach and i was like oh man i can just make that at home that's like <laughs> you know that's it, i mean it is a keto breakfast but it's not like anything sort of out of the ordinary but i think you know with people that are on keto 
the one it's like the stuff that we miss right so like sweets so i feel like that was the strength of this sort of cafe um and so oh and then it's a cafe too so they also do bulletproof coffee don't call it that they just call it keto coffee and then but with their keto coffee they add or not they add coconut oil butter and heavy cream so oh nice. damn so yeah and then they put all of that and, and you know and so you put all of those things and then whip it up man it's really good so it ended up being did really you notice good. did you notice the desserts taste different um did you ask did you actually talk to the owner and find out like how they what they cook it with or what kind of sugar no but inside? she she no the so one like so i thought she was the owner but she wasn't she's just like so it's funny when you ask somebody hey are you the owner she was like it's complicated. I was like, okay, I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, I was like, whatever. But then she was just, she kind of told us the story of the cafe. She didn't really talk about necessarily um, the ingredients of the actual things there, but she was talking about how, like, I think they had like one item that was happened to be keto or something like that. And then it kind of just ended up growing. And then, um, so, so to the point where, they had to start doing a little bit of research of like these sort of ingredients with the cook. And she didn't go into in, in depth about what they were putting in the ingredients, but she knew that she had to figure out um, that they had to figure out as a business to like that they needed to have more keto items. And then it's just kind of grown since then. So, nice. um, so yeah, so then that's kind of like how it's worked, but you know, they have, uh, they had stuff there about like, you know, erythritol and stevia and stuff like that. And, and, um, and yeah, so their desserts though. Um, what did you have? The, you could, so they tasted good. I had the, so they had a mint chocolate cheesecake, a peanut butter chocolate cheesecake, uh, a strawberry oh, vanilla cheesecake. And then uh, they had a donut. And um, so the cheesecake, they were, you know, uh, that's what I was really excited for. And the peanut butter chocolate cheesecake was really bomb. Um, but uh, what's funny is, like, my cousins were like, do you want the donut? And I was like, eh, it looks kind of dry. Like, it looks like it's been sitting there all day and it just looks dry. And it's just like, because I, I, like, I like glazed donuts, you know, whether it be from Krispy Kreme or your local Safeway or whatever. Um and it didn't have any glaze. It just, yeah, just like I said, just looked dry to me. Bro, it was the bomb. To be honest, I think it was the bombest dessert that they had because it was just like cutting into a piece of cake almost. It was so moist. Yeah. And I was like, to be honest, I am actually quite skeptical of how keto that actual donut was because I was like, <laughs> dude, this is bomb. And then my cousin bought it to go. And so it's in the fridge. I'm probably going to smash on it here pretty well no i kind of like to keep my fast going but i'm definitely going to eat it before i leave my cousins nice. to go to the concert tonight but it's like dude it was amazing the the coffee was amazing too but you know obviously put all those things in it but the donut was ridiculous so so yeah but yeah no yeah. it's been good it's been good like um i really recommend to come out here and um it's crazy that even even as far as new zealand like you know, cafes and they have restaurants and, you know, things for keto or mm-hmm. keto is known. Like, it's it's just amazing. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, so showing like the, the you know, I, I think part of that has to do obviously with the internet and the fact that information can just be sent around the yeah. world instantly and you can find things on the, on the, on Google instantly, on the internet instantly. So, uh, so the popularity of it and the, 
and you know just having it grow i mean the problem is like we did have to go 45 minutes away to kind of go somewhere yeah. there but i mean um but like hopefully there's more places like this that kind of pop up for the keto community all over the place yeah. so it's like um because i'm surprised there's not more places like that you know back home is there any place like that in seattle right now yeah, I mean, they have uh, keto coffee shops and stuff like that to say keto directly on it. So, yeah. oh. but, but it's funny because you don't see places where you go around and you see paleo cafe or uh, vegan. You know, I mean, you know, I'm, you don't see that anywhere. But you I mean, see there's keto vegan places, obviously. To, oh, yeah, there's for, vegan places, right. But, but you're right for the other diets, though, because, you know, vegan is different just because it's, I feel like that's just such a whole – a specific belief yeah. system mindset yeah, yeah. with you know not because it's not has to I, I feel like you know most of us that do keto do it you know um mostly for you know health reasons but you know people that are vegan sometimes do it for political reasons and like they say environment right. and some other stuff but you know yeah but for us it's like you're right it's hard to like yeah there's not really pay, yeah paleo or like south beach restaurants you know or an atkins restaurant so yeah. Hey, do they have a Costco there in New Zealand? No, but they do have, uh, I went to this place called, it's called The Warehouse, but it's not, oh. it's, it's kind of like, uh, well, it's kind of big like Costco where it's, you're in a, like an actual, feels like you're kind of in a warehouse, but, um, <laughs> but it's not, they don't, it's not like bulk or anything and it's not, it's cheap, but it's more like it, to me, it felt like a, just a big ass Kmart or something like that or a Walmart. It just felt like a big old, yeah, yeah it just felt like Walmart basically. So you you found pork belly just at a regular grocery butcher, store? Butcher. Had to go to a oh, specific, yeah, went to the butcher shop, and they had, like, most of the meats in there. So they, it looks like they had, like, ribeyes and stuff in there. But, um, yeah. yeah, but the pork belly was, that was monstrous. It was the, like, I'm probably <laughs> going to go back maybe a couple more times and get it for dinner a couple more times hey. while I'm here because it's yeah. it was really good, too. And bro, get, yeah, go ahead. Their bacon out here is redonkulous. So all of their like sort of dairy items and their um man, their butter, and that's the thing that I'm gonna probably try to bring back. Their butter, their butter is called is a company called Anchor, and we call it Anchor Butter, and they and it, that is grass fed as well. And so I've been adding that to my own coffee because a lot of my family won't necessarily have like MCT oil or even uh like heavy cream. They'll just have like, but everybody has butter, and I've been adding that to my coffee. By it's bomb, hella bomb. And so that's the one thing I would love to bring back, uh, and I'd love for you guys to try it because it's just, man, it's like I feel like it's some of the best butter in the world. So, and I've been telling people that you know, in the states, I feel like Kerrygold has like a sort of monopoly on the grass-fed sort of yeah. butter. But man, if you can get, if you find butter from New Zealand, because like, I'm telling you, their dairy products are all amazing here. So if you're on a cheat and you want to try amazing chocolate, amazing ice cream, dude, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's heaven. It's heaven. So, nice. but um, yeah, sa saving all of those obviously for like cheat days or whatnot. So yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. What about you, bro, man? What about like, what's been going on? And you know, uh, yeah, the last time I talked to you, like New Year's, man, like, man I, I, yeah, I love, I love the air fryer post, man. You're making me want to buy one while I'm out here, so I could experiment myself. 
Yeah, man, the the air fryer, I got to use it for the first time this past week during the Seahawks game. I actually brought the fryer to my cousin's house and oh, I just cooked wings. Damn. cooked wings and pork belly. And ever since I posted that, like, I swear I've had about four people buy the air fryer since I posted it. Oh they, my God. And then, like, you know, we get a lot of people hit us up on the uh, DMs for tips on how to cook and like you know how we how we prep it and stuff like that but it was like overwhelming uh, how many people were like loving it right and but it's so good like it literally like melts in your mouth and it tastes just like cow cow you know i mean it's just like oh my god for real it's just like a thick slice of bacon right oh my god so okay i know how cow cow tastes so is it really is it really comparable uh no because cow cow has the skin like well the you know how they roast their skin is it's fried differently like they fry oh. it obviously yeah um but but the 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 fatty the fatty part of the of the pork belly is really juicy and moist and the skin yeah. is outside is, is fried you know it's air fried so it's is, cooked. And so is it is it crispy yeah it's crispy absolutely crispy yeah but mm. inside moist God, okay. Well, you know, in me, you actually, and like I said, I'm not gonna lie, I actually got pork belly because of those damn posts yesterday. And, <laughs> you know, we just did regular throw it in the oven because we didn't have an air fryer. But I mean, um, God, it's, it's kind of hard to mess up pork belly too, though. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, so hard to mess it up. And all you need is salt and pepper on that thing, or you put mm-hmm. garlic pepper mm-hmm. on there. Literally, in the air fryer only takes 20 minutes. Although, like, you know, if you're gonna cook for like more than three people it might take a while but like you can cook batches pretty quickly in the air fryer as opposed to the oven and pretty fast um see that's dope yeah because the 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 slab of pork belly that we had i mean we had a i mean it so i mean imagine if you split it up into three and then you have three sort of batches that'll each take 20 minutes it's almost like at least you could have some while you're waiting for the next batch and then you you know pass that out especially (laughs) if you have people or like if you know people start arriving, if you have a party and people start arriving early, hey, the early bird gets the worm or the early bird yeah. gets the pork belly. So yeah, so that's good. But, yeah, but I'm it's definitely- good. Like for me, it's it's nice because um, you know I'm I'm single, so like easy, like twenty minutes. So I cook chicken wings, I can cook pork belly stuff that I normally never cooked this past year. Now I'm starting to incorporate it into like my regular eating routines now. That's so, dope. Like, yeah. Game changer. So it's it's so worth it. I love it. Love the air fryer. Nice. Um, it was so is twenty minutes usually, or you know, is is there anything that uh, looking at recipes and stuff? Is there anything out there that um, that takes longer than that for the air fryer? Uh, no, I think I think chicken wings. I think chicken. You have to be careful about cooking. Yeah, longer. It's got to be like, fully cooked. Yeah. So that one's like 25 minutes, but for frozen chicken wings, it only takes 25 minutes to cook frozen chicken wings to perfect temperature, right? That's, That's quick. Gangster. Yeah. So I just bought like a 10 pound bag at Costco and just put it in the, you know, I could put about 10, 11 wings in mine. And then in 25 minutes, just put whatever, like I've been using your, your, your friend's uh, samples of the chicken salt that he oh, gave yeah. us. So. Yep. Shout, shout out to the um your uh, who are they Kasha uh shout out just his name's Kasha but uh I think their name of their um company is just called Chicken Salt right so yeah it's Jada Spice 
something or oh. other. I, I tagged their their Instagram oh, on our on our Instagram. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's been really good. Like I've been I used all the sauces. I like when I was making batches for the Seahawk game, I, I cooked like six batches of chicken wings and each time I put different uh oh, chicken salt flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it's what's really been your favorite out of all those chicken wings? Uh, they have um a lime chicken salt was really good oh and yeah they had a turmeric chicken salt which was really good mm, okay damn yeah i like i've had the turmeric one and i like that one too as well that's probably one of my yeah. favorites so too. yeah so other than that um nothing I, you know there's there's um there's a j book and a, the green concert gonna be here next month i bought tickets for that so i'm pretty excited for next month uh, and I get it. We get it. I get to check out the art, you know, Fia. I, I oh, love this. Yeah. And, but I just, Seattle? Yeah. Fia's going to be the, uh, probably the first, oh, he's the opening act for the green next Whoa. month. Oh, where's that at? Where's that? Where That's going to be at Showbox, uh, uh, Soda, the market. Oh, nice. Okay. Dope. What, man, what day is that? Uh, I think it's February 17th. Oh, and then what day or, is Jay Bug? Is it? Yeah, February first, actually. Oh shit! Okay, well that's the day I get back, so I won't be there. <laughs> uh, dang, that's tight. That's tight. So, yeah, man. So it's been good. I've just been, you know, um, back on my on my goals and getting back on keto. And you know, Justin with us too. He's he's been strict too since New Year's. And I brought my keto mojo to work, and I tested him for his blood sugar. Yeah, see if he's back in ketosis. Yeah. So he's back on it too, and he's feeling sick right now. I think he has a keto flu because he hasn't been on a strict keto for a while. So he's homesick right now. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, but, hey, that's that's so funny. Like you, you know what's gonna happen. You know if you if you jump off a of keto and then try to get back on, and if you've been away for a while, like you know that's the good thing about for Justin if he does have keto flow is like he knew it might come and so yeah it's like (laughs) that's kind of what you get for like you know being away for so long you know it's just like it's one of the downfalls of that so yeah but and and also um I have I started to watch the Breaking Bad season I haven't watched it ever and now I started it and like I can't stop like I'm on like season two already in like two days oh <laughs> yes yes yeah i binged that probably two years or three years two or three years ago yeah for the first time yeah, yeah. i think so i good. got through the first three seasons really quick and then i kind of like it, the, the seasons get kind of long but yeah no yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. it's good it's good so um so yeah, that's watch- it for me how long are you gonna be there in new zealand for i mean i come back february 1st so i'm still here for the rest okay. of the month you know so and this has been a good test to see, you know, if we could still do this internationally. And it looks like we can with the good old internet. I just got to make sure I'm at some place that has solid internet. So I'm just thankful that my cousin pays her internet bill, uh, you know. Nice. Yeah. So are, you, are you staying with Talai? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm free agent. I'm staying all over the place. So like. Oh, you're just, home, you're just yeah, squatting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I still haven't even really seen my brother yet. And because uh, he, my brother has three 
my brother has six kids staying at his house all under the age of nine. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go over there just yet. <laughs> but yeah, my brother has these, uh, he just has hella kids at his house. So I'm like, so as far as like where I'm staying, like, I, the, so the reason why I kind of planned this, like New Zealand's one of the random places where I knew I could kind of like come randomly and then not really tell too many or prepare people and just kind of show <laughs> up and just have it be cool. But my thing is like, man, I just, you know, people have been asking me, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? And for me, it's like, man, really just kind of see all the family that I have here. So right, um, right. just because I have so much family, it's like, and like time is limited. So it's like, we don't really have to do anything. So the one, yeah. the two things that I do have planned here is, that I have sort of on my calendar that I would like to do is so go to J-Book tonight. That's the one thing. Mm -hmm. And then the other yeah. thing is there's actually another reggae festival at the end oh, of the nice. month. Uh -huh. Yeah, called One Love. Um, so I'm also trying to go to that. And so UB40 is going to be performing at that one at the end of oh, the month. Nice. And, and that's, that's like a two hour drive. It's in this place called Tauranga. And that's, uh, like a two hour drive away from Auckland. So that would be kind of nice. And so outside of those two events, everything else, mm -hmm. I'm just kind of playing by ear. So like, you know, people are, my uncle invited me over for what we call Kongai on Sunday, basically like Sunday dinner on Sunday. So, so I'm just like, as things, I'm like, hey, man, people just invite me to whatever, and I'll just kind of show up to wherever. So um, if, if, I were, if I were to visit New Zealand or people, other people are going to visit there, what, what, what are like the top two tourist attractions there in New Zealand that people do? Man, so New Zealand has just a ton of stuff. So just imagine coming to Seattle. But for you, you'd, dude, what I would tell you to do is, you know, I tell you to come here in January, but dude, you're a snowboarder. You'd want to go to Queenstown in July, bro. They that have was... a snowboarding resort there. Yeah, dude, it's a snowboarding. Oh. It's like Whistler in the Southern Hemisphere. Like no a... way. I swear to God, bro. And it's dude. yeah, you would. And the funny thing is, you would have you would you would probably go in July. That's basically the heart of winter. Would be when to go, because that's when oh. their snow would probably be be the best. But it's like, um, but yeah. So for you. You'd have to check out Queenstown. I have never been. Oh, I've never been to Queenstown, but you know that's that's what they're known for is for their sort of. Uh, it's basically like Whistler. So yeah. Uh, so for for you, I I would definitely tell you to check out Queenstown. But for Auckland, uh, for Auckland, I mean, it's just kind of like it's so similar to Seattle. But uh, the Sky Tower is like I feel like that that would be a, a good place. It's in town. It's downtown. Uh, they have good, they have solid restaurants there. It's a casino slash hotel that's also looks like the Space Needle. So, uh, and then you could kind of go up to the top of the Sky Tower and kind of check that thing. And then, you know, they have a rotating restaurant up there, just like the Space Needle does. So, mm -hmm. but um, so, I mean, obviously to kind of check that out, because that's, you know, it's Auckland's known for the Sky Tower now. It's like in most of its when, um, you know, like on Snap, on most of the things, on filters, it shows the Sky Tower and most of those uh, filters and stuff, but so just nice. definitely that. And but honestly, to check out the there's like lots of there's so many different things. But if I were to narrow it down to two and then narrow it down for you, those would be the two to kind of things to check out. And just the nightlife and everything, just being downtown is like it's amazing being in a in a nice metropolitan city that's like reminds me of Seattle. It's got tons of Pacific Islanders, so there's just brown people everywhere. It's just so weird, just the whole dynamic and of just seeing 
people and their accents are different. The food is different. The, the, uh, the way they think is different, you know? And mm -hmm. so, but it's, but at the same time, it's very similar because it's, you know, they live a very Western lifestyle and, you know, and so it's, it's very, it's just so many things that remind you of Canada, uh, that about Auckland too. It's just like, it's, it's hard to explain until, until being here. And then, but I feel like the number one thing is like, for me, just loving summer so much, and then it's winter back home right now. It's just being yeah. able to escape and get an extra summer, you know, added to my winter. It's just been, it's been dope. So, yeah. Nice. Well, uh, all right. So, I think we're good. How about any emails or any shout outs or questions that you want to? Um, man, just a shout out to all my family, you know, that, uh, yeah, just shout out, like, uh, that I'm visiting out here and just all my family back home. But uh, uh, shout out to my cousin Violet, because she's actually the one that hooked up those business class um, with her uh, sort of employee discount or whatever. Uh, right. Yeah, just I'm so thankful for that. Never flown at business class or anything like that ever in my life. What, what about you? Any shout outs do you want to have that uh, or anything, any emails or any? I mean, Dude, you, besides all of the damn pork belly air fryer <laughs> stuff, obviously there's so many people that hit us up like that. But yeah. anybody no, outside I mean, of that? Yeah, shout out to you know Paul for hooking us up with the logos and all our new artwork for the podcast oh, and everything. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's looks really nice, man. I I, I love it. It's, it's me too. I really love yeah. it too. The new logo that we have up on our podcast. Um, Yes, and on our we put it up on our social media, and um, yeah, yeah, I really it looks really good. Yeah, so no, shout out uh, to Paul, man. thank you for that. Just shout out to all my uh, cousins and family who who are also listening and just you know keeping it up after the New Year's, and to everyone who's has their New Year's new goals for this year to just you know uh, keep at it and and you'll be you'll be you guys are you guys are doing excellent. I, I just. Uh, we also had someone hit us up on Instagram recently and question, I don't know what you think. Um, they were wondering how someone who was doing their ketone levels, how can someone who doesn't do keto test high for their ketone levels? Do you, I had no idea that could even be possible, but what do you think is causing someone who eats carbs to test high for ketones? Oh, um, I mean, she said that her husband tested, they just tested her husband for fun and they, they tested like a 1.7 and didn't know why, uh, and he doesn't follow a keto diet. All he eats wow. is carbs. Really? Yeah. Does he fast yeah. at all? Or maybe he does. So I was wondering that too. I was like, maybe like, he was, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he just burns calories really fast naturally. And maybe he's a guy that skips breakfast. And so mm -hmm. I don't know. Cause like, sometimes I feel like you know, just by fasting. So maybe if he's, maybe he skipped breakfast that day and like, I don't know, had, I don't know. It could be a, I don't know, just a lot of random things, but you know. Yeah. yeah I mean, maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe he, I, I said that maybe they, he, she tested him in the morning while after he was sleeping, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, that's during a fast and people kind of register higher ketone levels in the morning time. You know, I said, maybe test out, throughout the day to see if that really is consistent because um you know people when you register ketones in your system that's because your body is not burning 
glucose anymore. Yeah, maybe burning. he got done working out or something like that. So yeah. he used up all the glycogen in his muscles and stuff. Right, like that. exactly. I don't know. It could be a, yeah. you know, a few things, but maybe the machine was broken. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah. But it's it's so funny how um, after I posted that one of Justin, like people all start you know d- DMing us and wondering about ketones i'm like dude i'm not like a doctor i don't know how the whole science of it goes i do understand how ketones register in your body and what what the blood is looking at as far as your ketone levels Uh but it could be so many things you know even for someone who eats carbs yeah you could have been fasting and so i just would just test it out and (laughs) and see if it's consistent like that throughout the day because if it is you might have a broken keto mojo yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you have a. Maybe you need to get a different one, or because because when I eat carbs, bad. Yeah, because when we eat carbs, and I test myself, man, my thing doesn't register at all. It says low or like point zero zero one or something like that. So I, saying, I know one point seven is hella high too. So yeah, is pretty high. So I I I definitely check in and retest again. So yeah, those are all the questions that I had and uh shout outs that I had for this week. So uh yeah we just want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast and you guys are in for a treat. Um you're gonna be listening to Talahi uh yep, interview. Talahi. Yep. After a word from our sponsor. Uh, today, our guest is uh, my cousin. This is Heinz here, and I'm currently in uh, New Zealand right now. And, you know, the beautiful thing about the internet is that we can continue to uh, do this podcast and, um, and still talk about our keto journey because it has been a journey for me. Um, but uh, what I'm so happy and excited about is that you know having you know we did this we we did this podcast to have our families and people just people that we know do it and so it really means a lot when you have family members that are also joining on in 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 this sort of ketogenic lifestyle and uh so i just wanted to introduce my cousin talai uh talimalo hi (laughs) hey yeah hi hi so yeah, um, so Tala is my first cousin. Uh, my dad and her dad are brothers, and um, yeah, and uh, I guess well, that's you know, and she's been doing keto for how long now? Um, since October twenty second of two thousand and eighteen, so just a couple of months now. Yeah, and so yeah, and then yeah, we've uh, we we. We didn't really grow up together, but, you know, our dads are brothers, so it's like, you know, we're pretty close in that sense. But, man, you know, like living so far apart, as you can hear from her accent, that, you know, we're like living totally different parts <laughs> of the world. But, uh, but man, like our, our family bond is, you know, it's weird. Like I'll go years without seeing and talking to her and just like, so to hear that she's doing keto um and and it's just been so exciting for me just to to know that you know she's she's trying something different versus just you know going along and and um and eating the way that we all used to kind of eat you know (laughs) stuff so cool yeah talai right this is jeff how are you doing yeah hi i'm good thanks i'm good Uh, so when when have you seen heinz Sorry, what was that? What was the last time you seen Heinz? Uh, probably 2013. Is yep. that the last time you were here? Yeah, but um, I mean, 
we do live apart and uh, he is my cousin, my first cousin. But yeah, because we come, I come from a family of all girls. So there's five of us and I'm the youngest. So Heinz is like an additional brother. Nice. <laughs> so it's really good. Yeah, it's good having him here. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you noticed any uh changes in Heinz uh, since you've seen him last yeah definitely uh even on online I guess I saw his before and after photos uh, due to keto and yeah. what's more uh, I think for me that stood out is that he doesn't work out and he admits <laughs> that but just keto alone it's proof that it works uh and that I think nutrition is probably the number one key to uh, a successful um, weight loss journey, I suppose, in doing keto. I do have to say, man, she's a beast. She actually got the, it's, uh, it's, it's still early morning here, Friday morning for us. Uh, and she already done a, her workout for today, already this morning before, like, before coming home. And I was like, dang. And then, so I just got to give her props for, you know. You know, she like, I mean, not that I'm against working out, but man, it's like for her to do both now, it's like, you know, I already know that she's going to see a lot of great results. And it's like, um, man, I'm just proud of her, to be honest. So, Aww. <laughs> well, how come you didn't join her, Heinz? <laughs> oh, man, I'm on vacation, bro. I'm on vacation. <laughs> uh, he was working out, sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um prior to uh seeing Heinz do keto have you have you heard of keto before um I actually did uh it was something you know uh I've like if I talk about like just my journey I've always kind of been big all my life and um so it was, it's a constant struggle and I think it's a worldwide thing um that people would identify with and you know you when you're when you're kind of desperate you kind of want to find every possible avenue mm. to 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 have a successful weight loss journey i think for me um i heard a lot of negative things about keto that it was high fat mm. that um the, it can cause high cholesterol and all of those things and lead to heart disease so um i really had to do my own research and i think um just googling and 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 listening to other even doctors give their perspective um mm. the positive facts about keto that kind of propelled me to want to find out more and and then led me to actually doing it myself and also the the success rates of people that have done it and how much weight they've lost that really motivated me to take a step forward mm. so so how much uh research did you do prior to starting like was it like weeks was it like months or before oh. you actually got it <laughs> we're talking about because i like to read i'm a school teacher so you know oh. reading's my thing and so I, I just Googled a couple of, uh, watched a few uh, weight loss uh, success stories, watched the magic pill, and then just try to apply things to my own life. I joined a um, Keto New Zealand page. And from there, you know, I got recipe ideas and I experimented with food and just really try to try everything really and try to find out what ketosis was and the best way in terms of fasting. So yeah, I do all of that kind of stuff now. And um, since my journey, I must, yesterday I kind of came home bragging because uh, my BMI has come down since the 22nd of October, uh, come down five and I've lost 20 kg. So I've still got a ways wow. to get, but yeah, I'm yep. yeah, that's super awesome. happy. Yeah, 20 yeah. kgs, that's like uh, almost 50 pounds right there, 45 pounds-ish, or and that's since October 22nd, so so yeah, that's man, awesome. I am super proud of her, 
for for doing this. Is there is there anyone else doing keto with you? Are you and, by yourself? <laughs> you know, I live um I live in a in a in a house. There's three of us. Um, I have an older sister that lives with me as well as uh, my daughter. I have an 18 year old, and mm -hmm. uh, no, they don't do keto, but sometimes they'll share a meal with me. Uh, it can be at first it was a bit difficult because they eat normal things you know they can they eat keto but it's only because if I'm eating keto they'll eat what I'm eating or if you're cooking keto yeah. then they're eating keto exactly. yeah, like they're gonna like cook their own yeah meal. yeah yeah and uh, also but uh, you know they still have the uh, chips and and cookies and things like that it's in the house but uh, no I'm very much on my own <laughs> I'm a lone ranger in that way yeah have <laughs> you have you have you done anything like this before? Is this is this something that what motivated you to want to start keto? Like, have you done other uh, lifestyles? I have. You know, I I like I said, I've been big all my life, and at one point, um, I did body sculpting, which was you know that got me down from I think I was. Uh, you're probably going to have to help me convert it to pounds, Heinz. Uh, I was 147 kg, which me is that you know i just think that's super fat yeah. and it's 300 plus <laughs> and then uh i came down to 86 kg but that was eating uh you know like six meals a day uh small meals um avoiding carbs and then you know with uh and then you know with um <laughs> and then just with a lifestyle and i got injured and then you know i got I stopped training and then I got, of course, all the weight came back on. But with keto, I've never really done anything like this before. Um, I think it's, it was interesting because I was like, how can I eat bacon and still lose weight? How can I <laughs> eat pork crackle and still like lose pounds and like, yeah, drink bulletproof coffee. We went to a keto cafe yesterday and yep. I could uh, enjoy like, cheesecake and yeah just all that good stuff and I make keto pizza and um you know I, I it's just a matter of adapting my lifestyle to how my way of eating now and um still seeing results yeah so I remember that so uh that you were doing something before so that body sculpting was that um so what did that what did that entail? So was it more like working out? And then what was your diet during during that body sculpting phase? So, so my diet was very much uh, no bread and I'd, it was low carb, but I would oh, okay. uh, eat corn fins, like crackers, uh, you know, just corn uh, fins. Yeah, they're like made of corn and it's like wafers. As, as opposed to like bread. Oh, oh, like more like wafers. Okay. As, as, wafers. A, as a bread replacement, uh, drinking protein shake, uh, training like uh, morning, like spending basically morning and evenings at the gym. Oh, two days. Yeah, so I was like killing myself really. Um, but um, in there, I saw results, but it was just impossible to maintain. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible to sustain long term. Like yeah, for you. yeah. Like and, it was like as soon as I got injured, and I got injured quite quite often. Yeah. Um. Then that was it. And then of course, you know, when you don't train, you get depressed. And... What type of injuries were you were you having? Were were the caused by the workouts that you were doing? The yeah, two days? probably the the weights and like I injured my rotator cuff and then rotator my knee. Cuff. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, Because yeah, I did boxing as well. Um, so yeah, it was just quite intense, but I find with keto, I can eat and eat real food and, mm. <laughs> and, uh, do like my F45 training and I still feel good. 
know. A forty five. F forty five. F forty five. Yeah. That's the training that she's yeah. doing right now. So she went to an F forty five class this morning, and I just slept in. So, <laughs> yeah. So when you first started, was it hard initially? What What were some of the things that helped you get through the process and got you going when you first started your keto journey? Um, I think. Uh, initially what happened was we were just surfing the net and I found, um, you know, it was this, uh, it talked about uh, keto and it had um, like, you had to enter your weight and a BM and it kind of calculated your BMI. And then it gave you, I paid $49 New Zealand for this, um, like a menu plan. And, but when I looked at it, I like, it was good to kind of follow, but it wasn't really food that, um, that I liked and it was quite bland. And I just thought that wasn't really, I wasn't going to stick to it if I couldn't really um, have like, food that was, yeah. yeah, you know, that was appealing. So hence started my journey on Google. It was hard in terms of, um, you know, eating differently and probably buying different um, ingredients because right. like you can't have flour. So you, it's almond meal, almond flour, coconut flour, you know, mm -hmm. as a replacement, um, pro perhaps more butter and cream. And I was just like, wow, Amen. this is crazy. <laughs> How can I be, you know, eating that or consuming that kind of stuff and still expect to lose weight. But I kept at it and um, now it's, it's, it's a lot easy, but I nice. think for me, my biggest uh, struggle was um, the fruit because I'm so used to eating apples and bananas. Honestly, I can sit and eat a whole bunch, but that was probably out of everything. It wasn't the fast food that, that I found hard to give up. It was actually not having a banana. <laughs> mm. oh yeah no we yeah the same thing I, I used to have fruit every day banana and every morning i'd have some sort of fruit or oranges but yeah. oh now yeah that I, go to now, desk and eat jeff's oranges <laughs> yeah and now that i started keto like i rarely eat fruit uh, i do have sometimes a sweet tooth first fruit but like have you have you done the you know blueberries raspberries strawberries yes. Yeah, I do. I, I actually um, put it in my yogurt and uh, I drink, uh, I, I, I was telling Heinz, so my typical breakfast or when I do eat, because I normally fast after seven or eight o'clock in the uh, 8 p.m. And then I'll eat my first meal maybe at 12, mm. and, unless I'm fasting the whole day. Good 16-hour um, fast, that's yeah. good. Yep. So, or sometimes it's more if I'm at work, I'll break it at like, three o'clock in the, mm. in the afternoon so it would consist of yogurt um berries uh, blueberries uh, a few cut up strawberries um almonds some some linseeds sunflower seeds in there and i'll get uh break off some um uh 90 and and heinz is cringing because yeah. <laughs> he said it's yucky and bitter but a 90 uh chocolate just a little bit i'll smash it up and yeah. mix it yeah, and that'll be my typical meal. It could either be a lunch or even dinner. I'd I'd eat that. Yeah. Did you did you did you jump into intermittent fasting right away, or did you kind of build up oh, to yeah. it? That's a good question. Uh, actually, I on the plan that I got, it had a breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu, and I found um, it hard to stick to because I was like eating for the sake of eating, and I didn't feel hungry. And then yeah. as I did more research i found that actually you didn't need to um, eat as eat, much eat or as much, eat as often yeah, or yeah. eat uh, you know every three hours or every four hours you just ate when you were hungry and 
And for me, it was easier to fast. Yeah. So you paid that forty five dollars. Forty nine. Well, okay. So yes, 40, yes. You pay that forty nine dollars. So that how did it give you a week meal plan or two weeks or so, a month or? So that it work? kind of went like almost a year, but I probably only really looked at it for the first month, and then afterwards I was like, you know what, this is unrealistic. I'm not gonna eat just like cabbage and yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and it didn't even mention cauliflower rice or anything like that. So that's why I just started researching. And, On your own. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For free. For free, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what's I'm funny is that so many, so many people have asked us and they, they want to start, but they want like a meal plan or like I know. We, need yeah. to, we need to get together and like come up with a realistic like Islander like meal plan prep that's realistic, you know, for yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. That I has good tasting foods and then – Maybe, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, sure. as far as, like, uh, yeah, maybe we should just start writing some stuff up on like what we should suggest for people yeah. that, uh, that are starting out because yeah. I've had literally, I've had a person, uh, you know, one of my boys, June, uh, shout out to June. Uh, he would, he, 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 that's exactly what he wanted from us because he was, he was trying to do it like him and his wife were doing it and his, mm. Usually it's the opposite, but his wife was losing a lot of weight yeah. and he or and was in ketosis easily that first month. Mm. And he was not struggling, struggling. Mm. not he didn't lose as any weight at all. <laughs> and he wasn't in ketosis. They had the pee strips and he was just getting frustrated. And yeah. so and he was actually gaining weight. That's what he was like pissing him off the most so he was like bro you need to come together and you know you you need to give me a meal plan of what i need to eat every day so <laughs> so yeah but uh yeah. He's, he's since now figured it out um but uh you're right i feel like we should sort of at least have some sort of base sort mm -hmm. of things like uh sort of meal type of plan that somebody can follow if you know like just an example one because obviously everybody's different everybody's like weighs different uh, has different hunger so you know um, but, but yeah, uh, that's a great idea. Uh, Talai, you said that in the meal plan, it had mentioned something about intermittent fasting on there? Um, you know what? Actually, it didn't. It didn't oh. mention. I, I actually found that out um, watching um, other people's weight loss journey through keto and also just, you know, Google uh, reading up on stuff. Yeah. And because I'm not a breakfast person anyway, I've um, never yeah. really liked having breakfast. And I think it's more more because I'm always, you know, getting up, going to work and not really thinking about eating. Um, yeah, I just, I'm so used to fasting. Yeah. I Recently, was, we did a three-day fast, a 72-hour fast. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was pretty, you know, it was easy until the last day, especially when your neighbors are cooking a barbecue and you all your senses are heightened. And yes. But then uh, we plan, because my sister, who doesn't do keto, she did it with me, and uh, we broke it at midnight, and we planned to have this big meal, and I had, uh, I think, chicken and uh, cauliflower with uh, cheese, keto cheese sauce, and I felt sick. And I said to Heinz, oh, my gosh, I felt so sick. It's the first time in years I felt like throwing up. But um, and then he said, "Oh, you should have had bone broth." I was like, "Oh, dear, yeah, of course I should have." But <laughs> you I, gotta prep the stomach after yeah. a long fast like that, you know. And so they say, you know, bone broth is is good for that. You just prep your stomach for hey, a bunch of food is gonna come through <laughs> versus because yeah, versus a long fast like that, and then breaking it with like yeah. stuff like chicken and and actual vegetables and stuff. It's like, man, your stomach is not ready for. 
lot of that. Yeah. So. I think my eyes were thicker than my stomach. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Three days without could, eating, you're like, yeah. Uh, well, could you go. um could you go through a typical day like uh now that you intermittent fast of um what your schedule is like and like what do you what time do you eat and like stop eating? Because I know a lot of people are are trying intermittent fasting, but they kind of yeah. everyone's schedules are different. Mine's is different, hides is different. Um, how's your schedule like? Yep, so on a typical day, like, it's a bit different because we're, we're still on holiday at the moment. Um, but if I, yeah, normally I wouldn't, uh, if I'm not planning to fast that whole day, my first meal at school would be a lunchtime. And it would be, like, either I, I take a salad or uh, just my yogurt and my almonds and my seeds, you know, all mixed um, with berries. And then I probably won't eat until about maybe five-ish later on that evening. And um, and then I won't feel hungry. And then I'll just have water or herbal tea. And then um, when I'm not hungry, and then I look at the time, if it's 7 p.m. Uh, or even 8 p.m., I won't eat after that. So then really I'm only eating one or two meals a day. Yeah. yeah. But I'll be I, okay. Yeah. So a lot of times you just... Yeah, a lot of times you yep. just stop eating at like five or six yeah. pretty much. So yeah. you're, yeah. So you're so like, sometimes your fast go like 18 hours yeah. from mm. five or six all the way back until lunch yeah. the next day. Okay. But before, but, but before you started keto, was it a different routine that you had or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I look at my pre-keto body, uh, you don't get like that. Just, just, you know, kind of not eating. Yeah. Um, I would eat late. I'd eat uh, like toast and you know peanut butter and it wouldn't even be the pure peanut butter that would be everything with high sugar mm. high salt um have large meals or you know the typical thing is like starve during the whole day and have the massive meal at night and that's not good you know just before yeah. bed um or eat candy or um eat even like uh, muesli bars that are filled with sugar and you know, even dried fruit has sugar. So I'd yeah, my my eating patterns were not good, and um, hence why <laughs> someone yeah. had to do something about this body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel that now that you've been doing it for two months, is it true that when people say that you do feel full a lot, or you feel you know like you don't have hunger as much now that you're doing keto? Yeah, I would agree. I, I don't feel hungry. I I feel full pretty fast actually uh, after oh. eating. Like we went to, uh, we hadn't had breakfast. We went out to lunch yesterday at that keto cafe, and honestly, after um, we we were set on having dessert, but after having our cauliflower um, rice and and uh, butter chicken, I was actually quite satisfied and. But I still wanted the dessert, you see. So, um, yeah, you do feel full and you definitely feel satisfied. Yeah, but that's that's me. I'm I'm hoping everyone else experiences that. Yeah, I had to force. I had to, I had to force the rest of my dessert. Like yeah. I was like I was looking around. Everybody killed their dessert already, and I'm like, <laughs> I kind of had to force my dessert down because I was I was pretty full already from all the stuff that we had eaten uh, at the cafe. But yeah, yeah it was good. Nice. Yeah. Um, and now when you cook meals now with your family, what are what are your, some of your favorites or like mm -hmm. go to meals or what do you like to shop for a lot when you cook? Are you look do you, do you like to do like a lot of easy prep meals or what are you? Yeah. What is your favorite meals to cook on keto? I think I, I'm uh, I, because it's summer here. I'm very much a quick prep person. 
So it would be a salad and, you know, just buying like shredded chicken or turkey and throwing it into uh, baby spinach leaf and, you know, salad mixes using uh, mayonnaise and salad dressing and that, avocado, uh, eggs and just mixing it up. But if uh, I'm like have a bit of time and a bit of patience, then I would, um, I found some really cool recipes on the Keto New Zealand page as well. It's online through the diet doctor, you know, the, um, the fat dough, keto fat dough, make uh, fat dough pizzas, uh, pizza bases, put toppings on there, use a lot of, uh, I think you call it, um, is it bell peppers? Because we call it capsicum. So oh, we, yeah, pepper, um, yeah. we would cut, I'd cut that up and uh, like my daughter, she can't really eat tomatoes because it makes her flare up. So I leave that out and I would um, use everything else. Mm. Uh, even ground beef, I'd cook it up and put that as a, as a topping too. And try and use, uh, like I haven't found a 100% uh, sugar-free tomato sauce or barbecue sauce, but I'd, there's a 60% one. So I'd use a bit of that and just make sure that I hadn't had anything with high carbs or high sugar during the day so that I still fall into my um, macros. macros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't track, to be honest. I'm, I'm a lazy keto, but I do yeah. eat keto. I do exercise. I do drink Good. water. And uh, um, I've just started Bulletproof coffee, uh, yeah. coffee or keto coffee. And uh, yeah, and um, I keep my electrolytes up uh, with Powerade Zero when I train because sometimes, you know how when you're in um, keto, there's no carbs to burn. You're actually using your body fat. Mm. But sometimes I get lightheaded, so I just try and keep the electric lights up uh, that way. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I, I, same thing. Uh, I do my electrolytes when I work out. And um, have you tried working out fasted already? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I you did this morning. Yeah, I did this morning because we are doing a day fast today. But um, even like when I did the three-day fast, I did train on the first day. The second day, I think because I hardly ate, I got up and I was quite lightheaded. And I just thought, if this body goes down at the gym, I wonder who's <laughs> going to pick it up. So no, I didn't train that day, to be honest. So I waited till the fast is finished and then I went back into training. Yeah. Now, you've probably noticed, uh, you know, since a lot of weight you've lost, has your clothes been fitting looser now? And how has that been? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a really good feeling to, um, you know, I, I'm wearing a hood at the moment that I wore to training that when it was given to me, it kind of just fit. Fit and, perfectly. Uh, yeah, fit perfectly. And now it's kind of looks like a mini Looks mini hella baggy. <laughs> <laughs> mini dress. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even jeans and but I, I don't want to go in and do a big shop for clothes yeah, just no, yet because yet, no. I um, am, am, am still like, I'm still on the journey to my goal and I yes. still want to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So, so great. Um, yeah. And so, what is, so what is your long-term goal? Like how are, are you uh, planning how, how much more you trying to lose or what like you just want to keep this as a lifestyle? Yeah, I definitely can't see myself uh, leaving keto. Like I know I've read uh, some people saying they're only doing it for a short period. I probably will keep it long term because I know it works. And um, also my goal is probably another 40 kg for my height 
because I'm five six and so yeah I'm still like quite heavy for for my height um, and I want my BMI to come down long-term bows talking to Heinz like you guys have keto island boys and I think um, I said oh Heinz would it be okay if I kind of start up something like keto island girls and maybe you know from this end of the globe and then mm. maybe some days we can link um podcasts or whatever and so that i can get other um pacific island, island women or any you know any woman of any ethnicity to kind of tell their story and so that they, they'll be able to encourage others because i think for women weight is, is such a big issue and something that we don't even want to talk about you know no one wants to know what the, the scales say um no one wants to really address the issue of uh like obesity or being big or you know but i feel like i, I watched it on dr phil and i remember him saying and dr oz sorry and yeah. he said um you know if we don't get real about fat you're gonna get real fat and and that always oh, plays okay. a, yeah. that always plays in my mind like be real about your journey be real yeah. about how heavy you are and it's not about like, like I still get on the scale. Like I went, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday and I was like, please don't tell me. But then, um, you know, that's my insecurity. But then I think it's important that you know the numbers because it's not as heavy as what, what you used to be and you're still on a journey and mm. you can celebrate each time a kilo comes off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you celebrate it because you're like, yay, you know, my body's changing. Yeah. And even at the gym, it, they got me doing some stuff I didn't think my body could possibly do, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> but it does, you know, the, but yeah. it's the mind that's the, that's the enemy. It's the battlefield mm -hmm. of your mind. You know, the voices you tell yourself, I can't do it. I'm yeah. too big. I, everyone's looking, but actually, no, just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Don't care what other people yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's, all, it's your journey. It is your journey. Yeah, it's your yeah. life live it well yeah i think your, i think your idea is great to have it for like women or just it, or for for our islanders because we yeah. have a you know, it's you know our diets growing up are you know are, are so different than you know a lot of other cultures and stuff like that and there's yes. not that much going on in our community talking about yeah. this yeah that's so true and, and i think we congregate around food you know food is the center uh, our gatherings and Absolutely. I think uh yeah and even for us you know even uh you know taro and and yeah. like potatoes and all that kind of rice. high starch food rice and yeah. and and you know the fried the meat stuff is good you know because we can do that on keto but even like the high starch stuff which we're so yeah. used to that's the stuff that are killing our people and that's the very yeah. thing we need to be educated on yeah it's so hard for the older generations now yeah. to, yeah. to like, you know our parents i mean they are so stubborn and they they won't do it but uh, we have to make the change now for our kids and for the absolutely. future right yeah absolutely yeah, i agree just yeah. seeing the way um uh Lottie's dad eats he just eats just kind of like my dad and so it's just like oh it's <laughs> like seeing twins on another side of the world yeah, just yeah. kind of like oh my gosh these guys eat the same like things and it's just like oh man and and, and does your dad does he have diabetes too? He's, yeah. yeah he's on diabetes. pills he's yeah. not on so, yeah. yeah but he yeah he's still a very very baddie yeah so it's like man these guys have they, it's weird maybe because how they grew up they just like the same stuff but yeah. they're so similar and they both yeah. have diabetes and it's just like man it's mm. like now it's like you know we're their kids and we're like wanting them to stay around longer and we're trying to like make efforts for them to eat better and so uh, you're right. Culturally, it's just one of those things that that's why I feel like 
um, starting something like that, you know, for women, because we, me and me and Jeff, you know, on our social media and even people that we've interviewed, we have a lot of women that it's like, in fact, I feel like it's mostly women because that that's mm. usually that has the issues with weight yeah. or even care about the weight, yeah. you know, because of, you know, societal, you know, pressure, uh, pressure yeah. to for women to like, you know, it's not a, it's not as bad for men, but mm. for women mostly. And then and then not only that, there's also a lot of like, you know, for me and Jeff, we always get um surprised with just the issues that women go through yeah. and just the types of things and like so we've had like some you know for us it's kind of uncomfortable like conversations about you know <laughs> menstruation and just like <laughs> random stuff that happens you know yeah with uh but you know I think what we love is just the fact that we can be real and that our people yeah. that we interview can be real with us yeah and um and it's just like it, it feels good but it you know I feel like the more the merrier the more that we can get more people out there like if you wanted to start something like that yeah I think that would be amazing so yeah it's one of those things where it's like yeah let's do it let's mm -hmm. uh you know let's try to get this word out because ultimately we're, we're trying to help as many people as we can so mm -hmm. I think also the issue with women is about, you know, these hormones, there's the monthly cycles, as you mentioned, and there's just a lot more, um, I think, pressure on women to be a certain size. And But then, again, that comes with the negative, too. There's, uh, it, starts, it propels eating disorders. And, mm. yeah, so I think keto is, would, would help and having a group like that to encourage them to, like, hey, if I can do it, you can do it, too. And, Amen. Yeah. yeah. Talahi, so you said that you've you've been going to your doctor and have um, you've been did you do a, a before like blood work and does your doctor even know about the ketogenic lifestyle or a diet? Um, to be, I'll, I'll be like completely honest. The last my my family doctor. Um, See, I've had an ongoing thyroid issue, and um, so. I, I got referred to a specialist and I had my specialist appointment yesterday. I've been waiting months because it's through public, you know, it's not private um, medical, it's through the public system. So we have to wait a bit to get that done. But when I saw him, um, you know, uh, he just from my last, when I was first referred, he said that that's when he told me, you've actually, your BMI has come down. You've lost 20 kg since um, like October. And then I said, I'm doing keto. And he was like, and exercising. He said, oh, oh, well, that's great. He didn't really address keto. I don't think he knew about it much. He didn't really say anything about that. He was just addressing the the, the issue of the thyroid. But again, with thyroids, um, yeah, it can actually make you gain weight or... It, it Can you explain a little bit about the thyroid? Because I know I have, a, I have a couple of cousins that also don't want to start keto because they have a thyroid issue as well. What Can you tell us what it is and how that affects you? Well, I have, um, I have, I have goiter, which means both my thyroids are enlarged and I've got multiple nodules on them. And I only found that out because when I was really exercising, I was super fit. Um, this is going back in gee, 2006, 2008, I started having really um, like tachycardia on top of an already rapid heart rate when I was exercising. 
And so they wanted to know the, the, the cause of it because it would just go off and have a mind of its own, you know, my heart. And when they found out it was actually caused by my thyroids, but my blood work's always been kind of normal. So I've never been on meds. I've never, but then when I stopped exercising and, you know, I get heart palpitations and stuff like that, I um, found that when I wanted to, um, like as a woman, my um, cycles were quite heavy. I know this is, sorry. It's no, it's all good. We, we deal with this um, all the time. Very, yeah. very heavy, like super heavy. And and I was feeling really yuck and just, you know, just um, just felt fatigued a lot. And when I try to you do something to, to, you know, lose weight, I wasn't having any success and my neck looked uh, thick. And I thought, you know, even recently I thought, oh, maybe it's because, you know, I'm fat or I've gotten, you know, quite significantly bigger from what I'm used to. And so that, that kind of helped me with my keto, um, you know, journey. But when I was talking to the doctor yesterday and he, I was telling him about my weight loss journey because he was like quite happy with it. You told him you were doing keto? Yeah, I said I'm doing keto, but he didn't really, he just went, oh, you know, it's really whatever you're doing, keep doing that. Oh, yeah. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And he goes, because if I need surgery um, to remove them in case they're pressing on a windpipe or, you know, because he says they grow over a long period of time. So perhaps my last game from 2012, they might have increased just with size because some, some things are a bit uncomfortable for me to do, like hanging out the washing. At times I feel like someone's kind of strangling me slightly. So yeah, or lifting my hands up. Sometimes I just feel there's a bit of pressure there. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really tell looking at me, but I can, I can tell. And so, um, to be honest, I don't really limit. He said, even if you were skinny, like really slim and whatever he goes, your thyroids have a mind of their own. They're going to do, they, if they're going to grow huge, they're going to grow. If they're going to, um, you know, just give you some problems, they're just, uh, size doesn't matter, but it definitely helps if you're healthy and active and if anything needs to be done. Like surgery is the last resort, but if it needs to come out, at least you'll be fit enough to endure the, the surgery and recovery time will be a lot more quicker. Jeff, so your cousins, what's their fear with their thyroid issue from doing keto? What what are they afraid uh, I'm of? I'm not sure. They, they said that they've tried doing it, but because of their thyroid issues, they weren't able to sustain it. I, I don't know the exact type of uh, I have to talk to her again about it. She had initially started it, and she had had su- she had mentioned something about she had a thyroid issue, and it prevented her from doing keto. So I don't know what more that entailed. So I'll have to get more information. Yeah, I mean, I could yeah. see how it. You know, maybe she was doing keto, and I don't want to speak for her, but you know, maybe it was like she wasn't seeing the results from that. I could see that yeah. maybe that causing it, but I don't know if it would. I don't know if that would hurt her more from doing keto, but I mean, I'm not a doctor. This is a good time to say, you know, we are not doctors, nutritionists, <laughs> uh, medical experts or medical professionals by any means. Uh, we're just talking about our own stories. Yeah. And um, yes. So I like just throwing that in there every now and then too. Hey, uh, uh, Talai, so when was the last time you had a cheat meal since you started? Um. To be honest, I've been quite good. I think around Christmas, uh, I kept things keto. To be honest, I was I was really killing for a piece of taro um, because my dad makes raw fish. And so there's all cream, you know, all that good stuff in the raw fish. And I thought, yay, that's keto. But I want a piece of 
tarot to eat with it you know because that's the norm but that's a normal thing to do however i didn't um i just ate the raw fish on its own i was baking um baking cookies you know for uh dessert after christmas and they smelled really good and i i actually broke it in half you know chocolate chip you know all that good stuff and i took a bite um just to taste and that was probably the only cheat cheat thing i had dude this uh, girl hey so i show up on uh so two days ago right and then we go uh, to the beach and then like hey they got this whole picnic all set out and then like and i really just wanted to fast that day and uh, then like but you know you know how it is like you know eating in front of people it's kind of rude yeah. it's kind of like and i know they kind of wanted to eat so i was like so part of me was like all right i'll eat and then this girl's like trying to give me cookies <laughs> and like chocolate <laughs> And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? She's like, you're on vacation. And I'm like, man, it's part of the host, part of hosting, man. It's part of you, like you're a host. That ain't right, man. Because I, you know, I kind of want to stay with my goals too. And I'm just like, oh man. And then like, and then I, and then the ice cream trap. Yeah, then that. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that was me. That was me. I forget. Okay, the ice cream truck came, and then I was like, I mean, I had already like broken my. Uh, fast and I was already like eating like a couple of crackers so I was just like ah fuck it <laughs> like so then I went and then I bought um the other two that don't eat uh that don't eat keto I bought the other two some ice cream and then yeah so I mean but I broke down but then um so that day was just a wash uh, that's the only day I kind of cheated this whole week and then yesterday uh, yesterday I started back up and I was yeah, yeah. full on keto I that's the last day I uh-huh. cheated but <laughs> uh, but yesterday was full on uh, keto all day. So yeah, wow. that's great. So, so when you started in October, you actually started during the hardest parts during Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah I did. I, I just, um, you know, I just thought if I'm gonna do this, and, yeah. and I've, it's almost like I said to myself, right, you've got one body, uh, look after it. I don't. I definitely don't want to be pre-diabetic or diabetic by the time I'm like my parents' age. I don't want to be taking blister packs of pills and mm. having high blood pressure and all that kind of thing. So I thought, if I want to be around, you know, to enjoy my life, I need to take care of myself. So every time I feel like having a, a, a cheat day, I just remind myself of how far I've come. And every time, even with weight loss, I see to Heinz, you know. Sometimes even when you lose weight and you feel a bit, not cocky, but, you know, like, you know, you might feel a bit confident, you know, there's nothing more humbling than standing in front of a mirror naked and that'll like bring you back to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Has there been any other medical benefits, you know, uh, from doing keto besides the weight loss that you've experienced since you've started it? Yes, um, I I was a really bad insomniac. I've, I've been like that for a couple of years now, probably 10. Um, so I find found it hard to fall asleep and to stay asleep. I became a light sleeper. With keto, though, um, I found when I'm tired and I sleep, I sleep. And really then when good. yeah, and when I wake up, I don't feel fatigued. I'm like wide awake. Yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. Why, why do you think that is? Do you think it's just something's changed in your metabolic yeah. system? Uh huh. I think uh, just perhaps like not having those really heavy meals late at night. 
and uh, definitely no carb helps. I think that's the one. Yeah, just the carbs. carbs just, yeah. they, you know, they, I think they just, and the sugar that just, they really disrupt your, you know. Sleep patterns. Yeah, just systems, everything. Your yeah. whole your whole body. It's yeah. basically, if you think that sugar is poison, you know, if you just use that sentence, then like, it, it, I just see it messing up so many things. So, mm. so to some people, it might be insomnia. Some yeah. people, it might be like skin issues to some people it might be you know whatever it is but it's like it i feel like th- it's like the common poison that does different things because everybody's yeah. bodies are different yeah. you know and so it's always interesting to hear you know throughout all these interviews that we've done mm-hmm. just the different things that it's helped fix with people besides just the weight loss yeah so, uh, what about like going out to eat like uh you know like you know, you live with two people that don't do keto and I'm sure you guys might have to go out to eat every now and then. Do you have any favorite places that you like to go without, you know, granted, we went to the keto cafe and, you know, they, those guys ate keto stuff, but for, you know, like just going to regular restaurants, you know, uh, is there a certain place you like to go eat or a certain meal or a certain dish or? To be honest, I try avoid eating out only because uh-huh. uh, it's, it's, it's really hard um, not so much hard to, to, to stay on keto, but I just feel like, oh, for example, we went to, uh, Mexicali Fresh and it's, you know, um, there's tacos, mm. you can get taco salad. So I got taco salad without the tacos, mm-hmm. but I was just like, you know, this isn't a taco salad without tacos, you know? Yeah. So I was feeling a bit ripped off, but I was just like, you know what? No, I'm doing fine. Yeah. This lettuce is great. It's going to be crunchy, just like taco chips, but you know. Um, but that's even like going to Carl's Jr. You know, you ask for yes. the low carb, you know, the lettuce burger instead of the bun and, and just being conscious of, of your, what you're actually ordering and mm-hmm. what you're eating. And yeah, but at all costs, I try and make my own food. Mm. And when we do eat out, it's normally, um, I don't, yeah, I don't really eat. I just wait till I get home. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there was, uh, for example, at the end of last year, we had a, a gathering at a at a bar and my colleagues were, you know, they had ordering garlic bread and pizza with their alcohol and, you know, and I, and I had my 42 and below vodka with soda water. Yep. And then yep. there was an option from the menu because I was going through this the menu i was thinking man what can i have no, no. <laughs> let me eat the menu you know no. um so and they had cauliflower um bites no way dip to dip in aioli and i was like going Perfect. to everyone does anyone want to you know have this um with me and they were laughing at me they were laughing at my face they were like no you eat your own cauliflower bites no one wants cauliflower we didn't come here to eat cauliflower <laughs> but when yeah. it came it was really yum. Really? It came, yeah. And then people were like getting some and dipping it into the aioli sauce. And I was <laughs> yeah, just fuck like, you. yeah, I was just like, I was just like, yeah, don't, I said, yeah, shut your mouth. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, dude. Taste my, don't mock my cauliflower. Yeah. But it was gone. And yeah, they were really? like, yeah, they couldn't believe how tasty it was, but it was actually, um, they roasted. it. Is that what they did? You or? know what? It was, it was dipped in, uh, in, an almond, uh, flour no way yeah, it was dipped in Full on keto. yeah wow. and i was like wow and and it was it was it was deep fried and i was just like oh okay yeah, yeah no, i'll take the so... deep fried <laughs> yeah with almond flour yeah, that's yeah, even yeah. better that it said that on the menu too yeah because wow. i oh uh, no it didn't but i asked oh, yeah. i was just like what's what's it dipped in yeah what's like, the breading yeah, yeah and they were like oh it's it's almond flour and i was like do you are you allergic i was just like no that's perfect give oh, me one damn, yeah yeah, yeah. 
That's tight. Do you also have like uh, fears of like going to your uh, family parties and uh, outings and stuff like that? Like, do you already mentally prepare for like, I know there might not be much food there for me to eat that are keto and I'll eat beforehand or how do you tackle going to your family gatherings and stuff? Well, we, we had one yesterday and we went up and we um, bought, uh, and Heinz might want to add some, some of his own because he, yeah, yeah. there was something that happened that was really hilarious yesterday but we went uh my sister you know we all gathered at her at her house and we were having a barbecue and uh we like to put like we we have um some asian heritage in us with uh, chinese so we do a chinese sauce it's normally uh, like tomato soy sauce uh sometimes honey sugar lots of brown sugar in there and uh, with um, garlic and, you know, whatever, and we mix it up and marinate our, our meat. But since doing keto, I, I'll say to my, my sister that was preparing the sauce and stuff, can you put, like, the meat aside without the sauce for Heinz and me? Because we can't, you know, we don't have it. And, and normally, even for Christmas, when we had a barbecue, I asked the same thing. Can you put some aside for me without the sauce because I can't have it? And, yeah, as long as they know, then... Um, and, and of course, you can't have the potato salad or sweet potato salad or whatever, but you can have the green salad. So, you know, you just have to take the good with the bad and just, yeah, just think, hey, you know, I'm not eating that, but my body's going to be all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's how I look at it. I just think, yeah, just make good choices and and stay on keto. But Heinz might want to add some some stuff because we we had pork belly and i'd never had it before so oh yeah yeah. so dude you know your air fryer posts with the pork belly dog it was it's your fault but you made me want to like get pork belly so so we went to the store yesterday before the barbecue and then i seen it you know at the butcher and they just had the fat slab yeah and um yeah but then what they also had was um they had a uh, pork rind, like just the, like raw. Yeah. Like you had to like cook it yourself. And um, nice. yeah, man, I just realized that uh, the pork rind is, does not go well on a charcoal barbecue. Cause that thing basically <laughs> flamed up and they, it, like they called pork rinds out here, crackle or crackling. And it was, uh, I was calling it blackling cause it was just straight. <laughs> crispy it shrunk down it basically the whole thing burnt basically yeah so yeah and that was my bad on that one but (laughs) no but you know um but yeah it's still like pork belly's just bomb because like that was the one thing that i had last night like the 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 pork rind was cool um it was all right but that man that pork belly was off the hook and but it didn't look as good as your air fryer and like literally almost bought an air fryer last like because like if we didn't have that barbecue (laughs) i swear to god we were gonna buy the uh, the air fryer last night and then fry our own uh, our our own pork belly um if we didn't have a barbecue because i literally was like dude this damn post it's like plus it has so many likes and i was just like dude man i really want and i miss cow cow and i was like but um but we just bought the pork belly, put it in the oven for like, you know, regular oven for like an hour and just kind of yeah. like uh, had it in. And that was just, that was bomb on its own, too. And so it was just like, man, hmm. love keto, love pork belly. And yeah. Yeah. And I was wow. thinking to Heinz, um, maybe one day we'll come to Seattle and um, we'll get you to cook for us from yeah. your fryer. Yes. We want to try Absolutely. your air fryer. Dude, you have your own business. Because, dude, that shit look bomb, dude. Yeah. Like, dude, 
Like so good. Yeah, I had it again last night. I bought some more and <laughs> made some more wow. for myself. Oh my god, that's fun. because I remember last time, or yeah, one of the last times we talked about when you got it, I was like, man, did you do the pork? Because you were talking about the chicken wings. I was like, did you do the pork belly yet? And you're like, no, not yet. And like now you've done it twice since then. <laughs> well. Salai, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and um, sharing your experience. I know you're going to help out a lot of people who are listening. And this is such, it was so great to talk to you. Um, do you have any, we'd like to ask people any advice for anyone who is starting ketogenic diet or lifestyle? What, what would you suggest to anyone listening for the first time or trying to get on this to start? Yeah, I think um, my biggest advice is to, like don't discredit it until you try it and then mm. when you when you try and to do your research too because like I can tell my story you guys have told your story and your experiences and what works yeah. for you everyone's different and to also just find something that works for you like cater it to what you need and your lifestyle and what you know just what you like because not everyone likes having bacon not everyone's gonna love mm. pork belly and so, yeah, you just kind of um, create your own kind of recipes, but keeping it keto and to do your research and, and make that independent of anyone else, like it's your own kind of thing. And to also just believe in yourself, because I think when something's not working, we're very quick to kind of um, be discouraged and therefore not want to continue, regardless of whatever ailments we have, whatever illnesses our bodies have, like thyroids or whatever we're suffering from, that it can be reversed. It can. I, I'm a firm believer of that. Um, and just be consistent and just keep going. That is probably my biggest uh, encouragement for the day. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh are there any shout outs or any, you know, anything you would like to promote while you're on the podcast? Um, you know, this is kind of your time to basically give thanks or whatever or promote or, you know, this is your time right here to just, uh, just, you know, or give a shout out to. Is there anybody or anything that you would like to sort of promote out there? Um, I, I really, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I grew up in, in Auckland, New Zealand, and I, I think, um, I just want to say that it's a really good country to come to visit oh, and Heinz will like, you know, advocate for me. And uh, we're, we're normally forgotten because we're like at the bottom of the world, but you know, we do exist and uh, we, we suffer from the same kind of daily struggles everyone does, especially mm. with weight. Um, and so, yeah, I would, I would encourage people to come. I'd encourage women to give keto a try and I'd also just like and to encourage those of us doing keto at the moment to try and encourage our families to jump on the bandwagon and mm. just to enjoy this way of eating and way of life because it is liberating Heinz and I were, were having mm. a discussion it's liberating you feel good you uh, look good but most importantly think about your insides and how good and healthy they'll be just from doing keto yeah but I mean that yeah, exactly. Eating fat and uh, hopefully not staying fat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome. but that's all. And, and thank you so much for having me on. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for, it's a pleasure. Yeah, for jumping on. So it was nice to meet you and good luck. And we'll follow up and you let's do, let's do that podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. And good to um, meet nice, you. Nice to meet you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye.
ganja cluster. Call me the ganja farmer. Deep down under the earth, when we put the ganja up. Babylon, come me light it up on fire, me a chance. Yes, I'm a ganja cluster. Call me the ganja farmer. Deep down under the earth, when we put the ganja up. Babylon, come me light it up on fire. Yeah. Bitch, thinking they got to blow to the air. What didn't call it, them call it weed. Them never did they want me not touching water How me did they fly in fertilizer Yeah, out in the sky, them spitting fire And I'm a little youth man with that hot temper Me dig up me stinking rocky launcher And in all the air, they spent helicopter You turn, yeah I'm a ganja cluster Call me the ganja farmer Deep down under the earth, when me put the ganja Babylon, come me light it up on fire, me a chance Yes, I'm a ganja plant